welcome to another episode of Makers Weekly. My name is Dan Parsons and I am your host. In this episode, I talk with Greg Peclair about his product, Punked. We talk about why simple products matter and how a tweet by one of Silicon Valley's top entrepreneurs jump-started his growth. So without further ado, let's welcome Greg to the show. Greg, thanks so much for joining the show uh, today. Really looking forward to learning more about uh, PunkTap. Um, but before we jump in, can you give us a little bit of about your background? How did you get into this maker world? Sure. Uh, thanks for having me, Dan. Um, so actually, the whole thing started when I was at university. Um, it's already quite a while ago. Um, I've studied mobile computing um, in a bachelor's degree program, but also in a master's degree program. And um, during that, we already started working um, on my first startup, where I'm actually still working on. It's called Butleroy. Um, it's a butler that manages your calendar more efficiently for you. It also combines calendar and to-do in one system. Um, and yeah, we, we, we started building... Um, during university on that. So we did a lot of research um, in terms of artificial intelligence and um, wrote our master thesis about that as well. So right after university, we actually founded the startup um, together with three other colleagues. And um, yeah, that, that somehow got us into the whole startup world just um, on day one, basically. Got it. So I can tell by your accent, um, you're, you're probably weren't born in America, but are you in, are you calling from in from America? Why don't you uh, share a little about where you're calling from uh, for the listeners? Um, yeah, I'm I'm from Austria. Um, I'm not native American, so if I make any errors, please forgive me. Um, and yeah, I'm calling in from from Austria, right from my home office. Nice. And uh, you said your master thesis was in artificial intelligence. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was about um, a rule system. So what we are using is like um, like humans, when, when they are making appointments, they are thinking in kind of rules. So um, we always try to reflect the real world. Um, if you try to, let's say you want to go for a run, then um, you're check, checking a couple of things, like obviously when it fits your schedule the best. But then you also check other things like the weather, um, like the, the running route, um, like the the average pace you had the last time. So maybe you go for a shorter route or a longer route um, to, to improve your training or even you have a training plan behind that at all. Um, so uh, whenever it comes to an appointment or whenever it comes to a to-do that you need to um, complete, you're checking a lot of things. And uh, what we are doing is we're considering as many other external factors as possible, um, put them into a rule system and then come up with a um, appointment or date and time, um, which we think is best for you. So that was basically my, my master thesis. Wow. That's super cool. Um, and then are you currently doing, are you integrating artificial intelligence into any of your current products? Um, yes, in, in, in Butler, right. But, um, um, I think this is more about, um, the side project I've recently started, um, which is called Punct, um, that's the, the, the German word for the punctuation mark that you said at the end of a sentence. Um, it's essentially a private and secure one-sentence journal. Um, and um, my goal was to keep it super simple so that comes without any artificial intelligence or any other stuff like that. 
Nice. And uh, I was going to ask you about the title. So punk as in like a like a punctuation mark. Is, is that right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it reminds me of uh, there was a TV show here in the States called Punked. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. <laughs> uh, I actually never heard of it. But um, when I talked to people from the US, that was um, the first thing that, that came to mind. <laughs> to them um so i i checked if it was nothing um that bad um and i think it's yeah that's no, it it's pretty um, it's it's quite a fun story yeah <laughs> yeah pretty hilarious show um cool so punked app it's p-u-n-k-t app dot me is the url um and they it's a journal and basically around a single sentence i'm actually a user of the product i've been using it now for uh i think about a week since i kind of came across you guys on twitter um do you mind going into a little bit of the, of the story behind it? Like, what inspired you to to invest in building a you know a one sentence journaling um, iPhone app? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, as I said, it's uh, it's a side project of mine. I'm um, doing it just um, in the evening and and on on the weekends um, because during the work I'm super busy with um, Butler, right? But um, it started actually um, around the end of last year. So um, as an entrepreneur, you're basically riding uh, a roller coaster, right? So um, our startup at that time was roughly two years old. Um, so we had a lot of up and downs already. Um, and and I started to think about that a little bit. So where do we want to go? What are our goals? Um, what happened in the past? So I re- reflected a little bit for myself. Um, but then I couldn't actually answer simple questions like what happened last week on Wednesday? How did I feel on Wednesday? What happened during that week? Uh, what haven't happened before? I only knew um, all the stuff that was going on right now because um, as a founder, you you find yourself in kind of um, emotional clusters, I would call them. So you're working on a feature uh, on your product or on, your, on what you're doing and um, you're so into it that you tend to forget all the things around you. And um, things got slightly worse um, when, I, or when my girlfriend had some health issues. So that came on top during a very difficult time for our startup as well, um, because an investment fell through in the very last second. Um, and then it felt like everything comes down together. And um, it was really, really hard to remember all the good moments that there were a lot of them. Um, and so I tried to start a, a journal. I was looking for a couple of apps on the App Store. I tried them. There are very good ones. I really enjoyed using them as well. Um, but they were all really, really not, not complicated, but there was so so much fuss about it. And I just wanted to write down some stuff. I wanted to get started. And I wanted to get into journaling as quickly as possible. Um, so there were, there were some hurdles around that, like logins and all that stuff, you know. Um, so what I did then is I, I created a Google Sheet and started journaling in a Google Sheet. I wrote down one sentence um, with a feeling and um, what activities influenced that feeling in the Google Sheet. And after a while, it, it worked really well for me. So um, I, I could scroll up and then I immediately saw what happened um, the last few days. And and then I took it from then. I, I was starting to um, yeah start build the app. Um, I created an email list. I, I already got some early, early feedback. Um, and I already saw it rather quickly that this is not something um, that is useful for entrepreneurs, but also for a lot of other people. Yeah, and as you went from moving from spreadsheet into iPhone app, 
What were some of the key decision makers behind that? Because um, I think you know a lot of us as as makers, we look and we build our own systems, and then you know that might be actually what drives us jumping into product. Was there like a, a key insight or like what made you say like, hey, I want to invest in this, you know, as a as a standalone product? Um, yeah, it was that um, sometimes I wanted to write something quickly down um, while I was on the go. Um, and that was rather tedious uh, in the Google Sheet. So I obviously wanted to have an app for that. Um, I'm a super avid um, iOS developer for myself. So I'm also lecturing at university. I'm doing online courses about iOS development. So I always want to, to basically build something. Um, so I really enjoy that. Um, so I, I jumped in and, and, and I think the main premise was to keep it super, super simple. Um, so I draw some designs in Sketch, um, always um, with the aspect in mind that it has to be super simple, it has to look super simple, and um, it has to kind of transport a message that is easy to understand. And um, for me, there were so many different um, buzzwords when it comes to journaling. So I, first of all, um, didn't know what's the right format for me. So there was bullet journaling, there was, I don't know, audio journaling, video journaling. There's just so many things about that. Um, and I, I, I wanted to find a technique that is easy to understand, that I understand when I first look at it and I w- wanted to kind of um, apply that as well. Great. And then as you started doing the designs and moving into development, did you build the whole thing yourself? Like, did you get any help from a design friend or did you do, do all the, you know, all the sketch work and, and, uh, the build by yourself? Um, yeah, I basically did everything by myself. Um, I got super great help, um, when it comes to launching the product, but maybe we will dig into that a little bit later. Um, but yeah, I, I, I basically, um, did everything, um, on my own and, um, I'm, in the recent times, I'm, I'm more shifting to UI and UX design um, rather than developing itself. So that makes um, makes me also quite happy, and I really enjoy that as well. So um, I think I can combine both worlds um, rather easily, and, and I think that's that's some advantage that um th- that I had with with building Punct. Let's talk a little bit about uh, that product development process for you. Um, so you, you know, you had this concept in your mind and then you also had this spreadsheet of your, you know, journal entries. Uh, where did you start? Did you just fire up sketch and, and start the designs for the iPhone app? Did you do any sort of, uh, like talking to other folks or any user development? Did you come up with like user stories? Like what was that process going from concept to, you know, to designs and into development? Uh, yeah, it was basically like that. So I, I really um, started up Sketch and um, just um, tried to to bring what I had in the Google Sheet um, in some form of, of mockups. And um, simultaneously to that, I put up a landing page um, with the with two or three screenshots or mockups I've already made. Um, and then I, I've put that up. And at that point, I I, I didn't wrote or basically I stopped um, that project at that point. So. I did not start any development. I first wanted to check if there is some interest in that. So I shared it on, on Twitter and um, Reddit also worked quite well. And uh, I think it was also beta list that was also quite nice. Um, and within the, within the first few days, I think 100 or 200 people signed up and, and some people of them, or some of them wrote 
directly to me that they have been looking exactly for something like this. Um, they tried a lot of other journaling apps, but um, they could stick to them because they, they were so, um, they required so much time um, of them. And so I, I, I started to think that I'm onto something. And, um, and after just validating it, then I started to, to code the first screens. I think that's a really uh, interesting concept that you touched on. So you wanted to gain interest and get a heartbeat from from the market on if you know this product would be useful to people. And you mentioned you know you went to Twitter, you went to Reddit, you went to Beta List. C- can you talk a little bit about that process? Um, what tool did you use to put up the landing site? And then when you went to Reddit, what what were you looking for, or how did you start engaging with users? Yeah, um, so I was using. Elementor for the landing page um, that worked quite nice. I've tried it for the first time. Um, so the landing page was up in yeah, I would say half a day. Um, and then I tried to find the right channels on or sub channels on Reddit. So I think it's it's worth that you take the time to um, read through the channels, um, engage in some topics first, like comment um, some other stuff, and um, and then try to to post it on your own um twitter is is really um careful uh, uh, sorry reddit is really um careful about that um so it's it's worth to really take the time to find the niche that you want to um post into and to want to engage with um on twitter i don't have a a huge audience i, I think i just have 150 followers something like that or, or 200 i don't know um so i just put it out there and um couple of friends signed up um they told others about that so it was it was kind of unexpected but um also it, it turned out really quick to to get a decent number of of signups for the the mailing list can we can we talk about reddit a little bit more um so you said to spend some time researching and finding that niche what was the niche or like what were some of the search terms or what was your approach when you when you went to reddit to try and find these pockets of users yeah, um, I I looked at Reddit if there are some some channels about other journaling apps. Um, I also tried to find channels that are specific looking specifically looking for iOS apps because I'm I'm only on iOS, um, so that also makes sense. Um, and then about the topic around that, so I think one channel that worked really well was the entrepreneur channel. So I, I just shared my story, um, like like I did in the beginning of the podcast, um, and 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 then people engaged with me. So um, there are a lot of entrepreneurs that have the same feelings, and um, they kind of felt connected to me. Um, they gave super valuable feedback, um, and one of them pointed me to indie hackers then that was also quite a great platform that i've used in the very beginning for that so um it's it's worth the time that you think about the the story that is around your product and then i'm sure you will find the the right sub channels very cool and and again that was pre-product that was pre-development that was just the landing page the concept and then you told your story around why you were you know, why you were thinking about building this. Um, and then you were able to gauge interest, which then built further conviction and kind of de-risked, uh, you know, the concept that other folks might, might want it. Um, and then as you started, you know, so you built that pre, uh, that pre list, that that list of emails and that list of interest. Um, 
and then you jumped into you know writing code. How did you think about like what version one would be? Like how early, you know, how, how complete would or MVP would would that? What, what were you requiring for that first version? Um, that's a that's a very very good question. So, um, and I think that's a very tough question as well. Um, I tend to put in a lot of features. So um, I had a huge list with what I have in mind, and that list is still very very huge. Um, but I tried to get it out as soon as possible. And as it happens with side projects, there are some times where you just can't work on them. Then um, you you also lose some motivation. Um, that also happens. So I, I think during, or especially at the beginning of the Corona crisis, um, I didn't touch the project at all. But um, I also saw that there is um, a huge need probably after the crisis or also during the crisis. Um, but um, the, the, the thing is that you have to get it out as soon as possible. And what I did is I set up a test flight um, where I engaged with my mailing list I already had in place. So I asked them to if there are people interested to sign up um, for my beta. And um, they already got a pretty rough version, I think, the first one that was. Um, so I think you could only add a story and um, see it in a list and then that was it. So there were no statistics, there were no um, syncing with other devices, things like that. Um, that was rather simple, but the feedback I got from them was already super, super helpful. And um, I think I cannot highlight that um, enough that you have to ship the, or that you should ship the, the product um, really early. Um, it's enough if you only have like 50 or, or 100 beta testers in your list. Um, you get so many or so much great feedback out of them. Um, and, and that really helps. Uh, yeah. And, and I noticed that you also have a paid, uh, you know, you have like a, a paid tier. Um, so I'm on the free tier, which I use regularly. And I love that you can, you know, you have the different emojis to kind of highlight, um, you know, is this family or health or work? Like what were some of the inspirations for the day? And then you capture, you know, just your one or two sentences around, you know, what, you know, what did you get out of the day effectively? Um, what can you talk about, like what comes with the the paid tier and how you thought about structuring that? Um, yeah, so um, I, I don't want to push the, the, the premium version too much. So you will only find it um, if you really need it. Um, currently, it's, it's really simple. Um, it's if you want to add um, a photo to your story. Um, then that's a premium feature. And also if you want to add more than one story on a day, that would also be a premium feature. And then how do you think about growth as it relates to, you know, the products out there? Um, you know, are you looking, are you like analyzing your retention curves? Are you, you know, building drip campaigns or like what's your, what's your strategy for, for growing this thing? Um, yeah, that's a very, I have a very different take on that. So um, as as a journal is, is super, super private and people are entering very sensitive data, I've decided that I do not include any tracking or any kind of any crash tools. So um, the, only, the only numbers I get are um, basically downloads, um, the revenue, um, I see that in the App Store Connect or, or basically what Apple pays me um, after a while. Um, and, um, yeah, so, so the only thing I'm, I'm really trying to achieve growth is by word of mouth. So 
people have to enjoy the product and i think then that's the that's the biggest um advantage you can get with the product if people start talking about it and um the feedback was amazing so far so people really liked it really enjoyed using it um it's reflected also in the ratings in the app store i think it's um overall worldwide i already got 60 ratings um it's 4.8 rated um on 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 average and um i'm i'm really happy with that so that that's the thing that i wanted to achieve that people see the benefit of it that they enjoy the simplicity um and as i said it's it's just a side project so i'm i'm not expecting to get get rich or to make a lot of money with that so um the goal is to just bring more people to to shonalink because um it 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 helped me a lot and i think the technique is still underestimated especially here in austria or in europe and um my goal is to to just bring as many people as possible to to start a journal yeah that's a that's a that's great especially for a side project um and yeah 4.8 stars is is really hard to get in the app store cuz uh you know if you get crushed in the app store that can actually really impact your ranking as well um from a app store optimization perspective um, you did touch on something pretty key, which is, you know, the secure factor of this. And I even thought about that when I was typing in, you know, some of my journal entries, I was like, you know, I, I hadn't met you yet. Like for all I know, this could just be pumping into some spreadsheet and you're looking at everyone's, you know, journal entries. Um, you know, how do you think about your, like, how do you think about the, like, is the data encrypted or what is your kind of security privacy position? Um, yeah, so first of all, the, the data is, is stored on the device. And if you have iCloud enabled, then it uses your private um, iCloud container. So there's no way, there's no server in between. There's no way I can I can get that data anyhow. Um, it's sent encrypted to your iCloud. So there's no possibility that someone in between can catch that data and read it. Um, so I'm heavily relying on 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 the privacy um, aspects of the Apple ecosystem. And in terms of that, um, I think Apple did a great job during the last years. Um, so I personally trust them. And um, uh, I think my, the, the users of, of Punkt also trust them as well. Ah, very cool. I did not know that. I didn't know that uh, you weren't storing any of this um, data on your servers, but this is fully integrated with uh, Apple's uh, iCloud backend. Um, I'll have to check that exactly, out. Exactly. Yeah. There's also there's there's no login, so um, you download the app, um, and then you basically just get started. Um, and it uses um, some new technique that was introduced with iOS 13 that um that the core data, which is saved locally on your iPhone, can be synced with your private and secure iCloud container through other devices. So as soon as um, iPad support comes for Punk you would also see the data on your iPad or on your Mac. Very powerful. Um, yeah, I've, I've noticed they've made big strides um, in enhancing that capability. Uh, so a couple questions about how you collect feedback. So right now, is it mainly just coming through Twitter or they respond to your emails or what's your, what channels are you receiving user feedback from? Um, I, I've just built a very simple button basically in the app, um, in the settings part, that just triggers an email um, that opens your mail client, and then you can write feedback to me. That works quite well. 
um, I'm receiving super helpful feedback um, through that feature. Then obviously there are app store reviews um, who are really cool. Um, I, I'm responding, I'm personally responding to all of them. I think that that's super important. Um, and I appreciate if someone takes the time to write feedback, um, then I also think it's, yeah, I have to take that time to respond to that feedback as well. So that that's something I take, um, I also take very personally to so so to say, um, and that that's very high priority for myself to really um, treat user feedback um, as good as possible. And um, yeah, then also on Twitter, um, Twitter was a, a super fun story because um, I I had no launch date in mind. Um, and then Suhail, the the founder of Mixpanel, um, he's doing the the shipping Friday. And um, I saw that, and the, the the tweet already had like 200 or 300 comments on it. Um, but then I said, yeah, I, ch- I just give it a go. And then I said, yeah, I'm working on Punk. It's this and that. And then he picked it up, and um, that was that was quite fun. That was on Friday, um, and he just wrote me a direct message on Twitter and said, um, you can't get this out by Monday. And I, oh, and I said, well, well, I'm actually not ready. I don't even have the App Store present ready, something like that. Um, but they said, yeah, well, um, uh, I think it's a, it's definitely a contender and I want to promote it on Monday. And then I said, well, you you probably only get that chance once. So um, I've put in some night shifts during that weekend and then I got the product ready on on Monday. Thankfully, Apple Review is also super fast um, right now. That helped a lot. And um, also Suhail, um, he, was, he was unbelievably helpful. Um, he responded to messages within five or ten minutes and i've never expected that from from a guy who is as busy as he is um but he really cared about that and that was uh, yeah an unimaginable boost from the very beginning and um that helped that i think that was also the reason why apple featured the app after three days and um it's also prominently featured since yesterday in austria germany and uh, switzerland so yeah, um, just just take the chances if you get them, and once you get them, do everything that that they work out. Wow, that is a very cool story. And now that I think about it, I think that's actually how I saw the heard about uh, Punked is from Sue Hale's like Shipping Friday tweets. Um, and then since then, you've been featured in the App Store. That's that's great news. How how have you seen that impact downloads? Uh, amazing. So my my goal was to um, to cover the costs that I have with Punked, which is around um, one hundred and fifty dollars per year. Um, that was the minimum goal I've set for this project, um, and I wanted to achieve that within a year because that covers the developer license of Apple, and um, covers the server costs for the website. And um, yeah, I achieved it after um, I think five or six hours. So it, it really took off. Um, and Suhail also said that to me. So um, if I'm going to share that, and if it's a good product, then it will take off. And um, yeah, it, it actually did. And um, and and obviously with with a featuring of Apple, um, it, it's amazing. So I'm at, at 3,000 downloads um, after 14 days. So that I, I never expected that. Wow, that is a, that's a, a great story. Very inspiring. Um, and then is the server cost, those are being covered by the uh, the, the premium subscribers? Uh, yeah, so I'm, when I'm talking about server cost, I'm, I'm only meaning the website itself, so the landing page, which is um, it's hosted on Namecheap, so it's, it's really cheap, as the name says. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so that, that's, that's I would say, $50 per year, and then that's $99 for the Apple developer license, um, but that's it. And the the storage of the iCloud, I think that's depending um, on the storage of the user itself because it's stored in their clouds and, and not in mine or in anyone else's. So I don't have to any I don't have any costs um, of when it comes to storing the data from the app. Excellent. Um, well, Greg, this is a an amazing story, and I think it's uh, you know very inspirational for everyone out there who has side projects that you know you should spend some time you know do do the early research. You know, try to build that that pre list, get some users interested, and if you know if you're getting good validation, um, it might, really might be worth right might be worth working on it. Sounds like so far it's been a pretty fulfilling project for you. Absolutely, and um, yeah, I mean, what what really keeps me motivated to to push this even further is is the great feedback I've got. So um, whenever I read that that some people tried journaling like 10 or 20 times and it never worked out for them. But now with this app, because it's so simple, um, they can stick to it. They have found a habit and they are writing down one sentence a day and they start reflecting their lives. Um, then that's that's worth than any dollar um, that comes in with, with the kind of subscriptions I have. They are also rather cheap, so you can um, choose between 50 cents per month. And um, I think 199 is the most expensive. Um, but you can get punked um, for a lifetime for eight dollars ninety nine. Um, so that that's also very fair pricing, I would say. And um, this should just cover my costs. And um, the, the 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 main priority for me is to get as many people um, into journaling. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I love the product. I've been using it. I think I've used it almost every single day since I've downloaded it. Um, I set the I set the reminder to to ping me at like 8.30 p.m. every day. Um, and that tends to be when I've like just recently wrapped up work and I'm taking my dog for a walk and I'll get the notification and then I'll fire open the app and just like, you know, kind of throw in, you know, a lot of things I'm just like, what am I thankful for today? Or like, what went well today? Um, and then, you know, once you get, you know, once you get a couple of days in there, it is pretty cool to go see the, the like the history view of like what's impacting your days. Um, so anyway, I look forward to, you know, seeing how this thing unfolds and how you continue to build it. Um, but again, Greg, thanks so much for coming on the show. Uh, where can people find you online? You know, what's the URL for the for the product? Where can they find you on Twitter? That type of stuff. Yeah, the the website is punktapp.me. So it's p-u-n-k-t-app.me, and um, you can find me on Twitter. Um, my handle is ipgregor. Um, and, um, yeah, you can also find punct app on, on Twitter as well. Um, so yeah, I would love to connect with, with listeners of the podcast. Um, it's also my very first podcast, so that's also something new. Um, I'm really enjoy it and, um, yeah, I'm super glad that you, um, brought me up on this show and, and, and yeah, I'm thankful that you have me here. Fantastic. Well, I will link to all of those, uh, in the show notes. And we'll be, uh, you know, we'll be sharing the story um, on our end as well. So thanks again, Greg. And we look forward to, uh, to tracking your progress here. Nice. Yeah. Thanks for having me.